I was 18 at the time, and I'm a male, and my parents were away for a week for a trip to go to Vegas. I know that I did some really stupid things in this story, but I was young and dumb back then. This happened five years ago when I was throwing a small party with some school classmates, as well as friends. To describe the area and layout of the house, you walk in and you'll see the kitchen to your left and a family room to your right. If you continue walking forward, you'll see the dining table, and if you turn left, you'll see the other family room and the sliding glass door right next to it. We had been parting for a couple of hours when more people began to arrive. I believe my friend may have posted a Snapchat story about it, but we went from 10 to about 15 to 30 people at the party. We continued to party, but my friend walked up to me while I was playing beer pong. Hey Chris, how's it going? There's some strange dude scouting at your house. I looked at my friend, kind of perplexed because I hadn't invited anyone we didn't know. Okay, thanks man. I'll go kick him out right now. I said as I sat down my cup and walked over to the man. As soon as I approached the man, he bolted outside towards the sliding door, which was open. My friend and I tried to chase him down, but he escaped by jumping over our fence. We searched for the man for about 30 minutes, checking bushes and asking all the neighbors before my friend Rick suggested, perhaps we should just go back to the party. I was hesitant at first, but I agreed. When we returned to the party, Everything pretty much returned to normal. Fast forward about two hours and the party had died down. There were probably only about 10 people left. So my friend Rick and I went to my room and we went to smoke some weed. We had been smoking for about 10 minutes when we heard a loud bang from the sliding glass door and then heard a bunch of screaming and men yelling. Oh shit, I said, almost as if I was about to piss myself as I looked at Rick. Rick looked just as terrified as I did. Fucking cops, Rick said as he began to hide the marijuana in my room. I walked up to my bedroom door and locked it, feeling very nauseous. Yeah, this is going to sound really stupid, but Rick and I decided to devise a plan to escape right out my front window. So Rick went out the whole window first, and I followed after, and we crouched and we headed outside to the gate. We looked through the glass and we saw three men holding a group of people at the party hostage with baseball bats, and they were wearing clown masks. We then opened the gate, but Rick forgot to close it, causing a loud thump, and then hearing one of the men then say, Wait, what the hell is that? Are your fucking people involved in this? Go check outside. We heard someone approaching us as we then ran towards the Taco Bell, thinking we were safe until we heard a pair of footsteps behind us. Shit, man. Rick would say as we were about to collapse. We then turned around and we saw one of the clown mask wearing men about four houses down behind us. Me and Rick then looked at each other and we knew what was going to happen. We then went different directions on the street and we didn't hear the footsteps behind me anymore. With the last of my energy, I ran to Taco Bell to call 911. I finally arrived and I nearly collapsed, barely making out a single sentence. But the point was clear. So I grabbed the phone and dialed 911. Five minutes later, I saw a pair of cops passing Taco Bell. I thought Rick was gone and I began to cry as I said goodbye to my good friend. But I learned later on that Rick had actually escaped the men by jumping over the fences. The cops were unable to locate the men in the masks. The cops only found the people at the party 
who were all tied up with cable wires. The entire house was ransacked, and the scariest part was that my room door was actually kicked down, and my room was the only room that was looked through by the men. Everything seemed to be fine other than that, so I guess I should be grateful. When I was 18, I had downloaded Grinder. I'm a gay male, and I attract older men, and that was my preference. So the first time I ever went through with a hookup was with a 35-year-old man named Chris. I didn't have a car at the time, so he came and picked me up from my house at around 1 a.m. This'll be important. We went back to his apartment and did the dirty. He took me back home around 3 a.m. A few days went by after that encounter. One night my parents went on a date for their anniversary, so I had stayed home and I was playing video games in the basement. I had it pretty loud. There was a huge noise that I could hear over the game, so I muted my TV. I was listening really hard just to see if it would happen again. Then I heard a huge crash from upstairs. It made me jump because it was so loud. I quickly ran to the top of the stairs to go lock the door. Immediately when I locked the door, I saw it jiggling and shaking. I flew back down the stairs and locked myself in the little closet that I had in the very back of the basement. The door to the basement was really weak, so when the intruder started banging on the door trying to get inside, I could tell it wasn't going to last long before it broke. After what felt like 10 years of banging on the door, but was probably only about 10 seconds in reality, the door busted open and I heard footsteps coming down the stairs. I'm kind of ashamed to admit this, but I literally pissed myself because I was so scared. I heard shuffling around the basement and things being tossed around. From what I could tell, at that point, there was only one intruder. Eventually, I heard footsteps coming right outside of the closet door. The person stood in front of the door for a good 15 seconds, then opened the door. I was met with a man that I'd hooked up with a few days prior. I gasp, and he immediately shoved me down to the ground and puts a Glock up to my head. I was scared shitless. I was preparing myself to die right in that moment. He then began to run his hand up my leg and grab my crotch. We then both heard the front door opening and my parents arguing while walking through the door. The intruder then rushes to the window, opens it, and pushes himself out. I run upstairs and I tell my parents everything about how I downloaded Grinder and hooked up with him, and about how he barely just broke into the house. My parents call the police, and they take about three minutes to get there. When the police arrive, I give them my statement, and I show them the guy's Grinder profile, which fortunately had a picture on it. It took the police a day to catch the guy, and he was charged with attempted murder and breaking and entering. I'm 25 now, and I've moved on from this experience, but I'd definitely be lying if I said I never occasionally get nightmares where he actually pulled the trigger. Thank God that never happened. The story takes place on a Friday, and that's kind of important to the story. I was home alone. So like I said, it takes place on a Friday, and it was 2 a.m. Because it's Friday, and I didn't have school the next day, I was up pretty late. I was watching TikTok, when I then heard something hit my window. Now, this didn't really concern me because my room is on the second floor and there's a tree right outside my window, so I ignored it completely. Five minutes later, 
and I heard something else hit my window. When I looked outside and saw that it wasn't windy, I got a little startled. Something to note about me is I love everything scary, and I watch a lot of scary movies, so I get paranoid really easily. Now back to the story. My heart was beating because the wind wasn't blowing, which means that someone was throwing stuff in my window. I called my best friend to tell her what was happening. You're probably wondering why I didn't call the police instead. Well, because whoever was outside didn't cause any physical harm to me. At least, not yet. As I was on the phone with my friend, I got a call on my phone from a random number and I declined it. Not even a whole minute after I declined the call, I then get a text saying, Pick up the fucking phone before I fucking gut you like a fish. I don't know how I stay calm, but my heart didn't drop. I didn't feel like I had to throw up, and I didn't feel anything. I told my best friend to hold on, and I called the number back. I know, I know, it was stupid, but I wasn't really thinking at the moment. When I called the number, the man answered instantly. I said, What do you want from me? And the man replied back with, I want to play with you before I kill you. As he said that, I heard glass breaking downstairs, and that's when all the feeling kicked in. I started to tear up. I screenshotted the messages, then went to go hide, because the man knew I was in my room. We have a really big house. It wasn't a mansion, but it was close to it. I knew he was coming straight upstairs, so I was quick, but still quiet. My parents have a walk-in closet, and it had a lot of space so if he came in there searching for me, I could run away. I heard him walking up the stairs, and then I started crying because I started to doubt my plan. The first place he went was in my room, and I heard things being broken and tossed around. I was holding my hands over my mouth and nose, trying not to make a noise. I heard the man making his way to my parents' room, and I thought I was going to die. The first place he looked was the closet, and when he got deep into the closet... I made a run for it. I looked behind me, and the man was close behind me. He was really fast. I was trying to get to the kitchen so that I could get a knife to defend myself, and I made it, but the man was right behind me. When I turned around to stab him, he grabbed the knife from me with his bare hands, and he didn't make a sound. He took the knife from me, and he sliced on my shirt and stomach, then stabbed me in the arm and sliced my arm. I screamed louder than I ever have before. I had always imagined being stabbed and walking it off like people do in the movies, but that wasn't the case. I fell to the floor crying. The man got on both knees and turned me on my back and was about to stab me in the stomach. I was crying and pleading to him not to do this, and right when he was about to do it, I heard sirens and there was red and blue lights. The man looked me in my eyes, stabbed me in my stomach, and I ran into my backyard. I didn't see any of the man's face only his eyes. When the police busted in, I was in so much pain. They rushed me into the ambulance, and as I was being put into the ambulance, I heard gunshots and screams of pain as some police officers rushed into my backyard and saw the man on the floor in a puddle of blood. The police officer shot him in the leg, and he was taken to a hospital, under security watch of course. I had asked one of the cops how they knew where I was, and he said that one of my neighbors had watched the whole thing go down from the man throwing rocks in my window to him breaking into my house and attacking me. I was so thankful that they called the cops because I really would have died if they didn't. 
this was the most horrifying thing that ever happened to me. And I pray to God that I never have to go through something like this ever again. I was raised in Amarillo, Texas, and we never really had anything happen much in the area I live in. And my family had gone on vacation, and I had offered to watch the house for them so they didn't have to pay someone to do it. They had left me $8,000 because they'd be gone for a full month, and I took this opportunity to earn some extra cash. I was about a week in, and I decided to invite my friends Crystal and Josh over for some drinking. And they both showed up at around 10.30 p.m. We had drank until about 12.30 p.m., and we were just chilling in the living room after that. We heard a bang come from the room in the back of the house, so we decided to go see what it was. I grabbed my gun, and the other two grabbed a kitchen knife. We checked the house, and we didn't find anyone, so we just shook it off as drunken paranoia. A half an hour later, when another small creak came from above. Now keep in mind, it was a three-story house, so we checked the ring cameras that we had set up in the house instead of looking ourselves. At first, we saw nothing until we looked in my twin's room through the night vision and it had actually picked up a silhouette of a man that appeared to be six foot four. We almost ran into the house, but we didn't want him to know that we knew he was there. So we just watched. We then saw the tall man started to walk around, trying to stay quiet. We then saw him slip into one of the closets out of sight. So we carefully tried to get up when we then heard loud footsteps running down the stairs. So we hid in the basement right next to my living room because we had panicked. We could then hear him walking around saying things like, Get the hell out of here, you little shits! All while slamming into things and knocking things over. I was going to call the cops, but I then realized that I left my phone on the couch. So as soon as it got quiet, we made a run for it and then ran out the front door to my neighbor's house. She was a 30-year-old woman, and she'd let us inside, and then called the cops as soon as she locked all the doors and windows. The cops had arrived about 12 minutes later, but by the time they got there, he was already gone with multiple valuables and some cash. All they found was a handgun and an open window, so I'm guessing this is how he got in. But yeah, they never found the guy. When I had just turned 16, my parents left my 13-year-old sister and me all alone one day in the summer because they had to go to work. My mom worked 45 minutes away, so she left a while before, but my dad had left about 10 minutes before the situation because he was working under 15 minutes away at this point. Before I forget, at this time, I had one of those lame sliding keyboard phones, so I never really had it on me when I was at home because there was nothing I could do with it. My sister was asleep upstairs, so I was left alone downstairs watching TV after my dad had left for work. Ten minutes had passed and I had heard the doorbell ring and then a knocking at the door. My dad likes to joke around, so he'll ring the doorbell and knock at the same time for a few seconds, so I thought it was him. I got up to go check, thinking maybe he had left something behind that he needed. For some reason, I decided to check the peephole only to find some random guy in all black clothing. I just froze, and he kept going on for several minutes. Finally he left, and he went to the driveway, presumably where his car was. I silently ran upstairs to the front room, which has a large window that I climbed to. I climbed up just enough so that I could see outside, but not be seen. 
From there, I saw a black car and three men, one of them seeing me for a brief second as I was looking out, and then pointing to the window that I was looking out from. I saw them move, so I had bolted downstairs to the front door, where the first guy was back to playing with my doorbell and banging his hand against my door. The best I could hope to do was try and take him down if he were to bust through the door somehow. Then out of the corner of my eye, I had spotted some movement in my backyard through a curtain. I turned to look, seeing a really tall man looking around my yard. I'm not sure how he got there without making a sound, since the gate was pretty busted and had to be forced to open, as well as it's pretty tall and it's not easy to climb. Props to him, I guess. At this point, my sister came downstairs and I told her to call my dad on her shitty phone and to also go get mine and call 911. I guess I could see through the curtains that the TV was on, so he dipped. My dad had said on the phone that it was just the gardeners, but they very clearly weren't. The 911 operator said they would be sending a car momentarily, which did show up in literally a few minutes. Even at that point though, I didn't even notice when the knocking had stopped, but I guess they had given up long enough to go visit other houses. Within five minutes, my dad was back at my house and so were some of the officers. They said they had just arrested some men down the street and they wanted me to help identify them. So I got in the back of a police car and he then floored it to not even half a block away. I was able to identify them as the man who were trying to break in my house and then he took me back to my house. Months later, I had to testify against them in court. The really tall man that was in the backyard was already in a prison jumpsuit as he had already committed many other priors. Another who I learned was the getaway driver looked too stupid to know what his name was. And the other guy, the guy who nearly short-circuited my poor doorbell, was between scared and angry. I told them my story and one of the defense attorneys pulled up my house on their phone and walked up to the stand where I was so I could point out my big window. The idiot made no effort to conceal her phone screen and I saw the man in the jumpsuit try to get a glance. From what I later found out, they were each given a sentence, but the doorbell guy fled the state before his next trial. If you miss your trial, you're almost guaranteed jail time. And guess what? He ended up committing another crime in another state, and so once again, he got arrested there. So, yeah, I think these guys are going to be serving a hell of a lot of jail time. And they deserve it.